Kasman is thrilled to announce a solo exhibition of work by pioneering American sculptor George Rickey, opening on January 11, 2024, in New York. Emphasizing wall-mounted stainless steel kinetic sculptures, the presentation will draw from the collections of the George Rickey Foundation and the George Rickey Estate to demonstrate the formal developments in the artist's singular practice over several decades. On the same day, the gallery will also open Mark Yang, Birth. Yang's first solo presentation with Kasman will showcase a new suite of bold, colorful paintings that explore the nuances of human interaction. Stay up to date on shows, events, and more at kasmangallery.com. How Power Players Have Shaped the Art World in 2023 A look at some of the forces that have defined Art Review's Power 100 list. From Art Review, published November 30, 2023 Artists Artists constitute this year's top ten. What's apparent is that an artist is now more than just a maker of images and objects, being also a central node in a network of people and a galvanizing force for a movement or a community. Last year, the list featured a separate category for activist movements. This year, that category has disappeared, arguably because forms of activism and many of the most activist agendas are increasingly part of the activities of individual artists. While the UK tabloid, the Daily Mail, might note that Nan Golden changed the world of photography, the fact that it gave her a glowing tribute at all is because she also had a major impact on the pharmaceutical industry. In truth, for the best artists, Golden included, the social stuff is indistinguishable from their practice. This might take the shape of Hito Styrel's ruminations on war in and out of the gallery. Sammy Balaji's long-running work on extractivist exploitation, Yinka Shonibari's support for African and African diaspora artists in his shows and through his Guest Artist Space Foundation. Api Chatpong Wirasathkul's patient, observation-led movements between gallery, cinema, and film school, and even Rikrit Tiravanit's dinners and ping-pong events. The Power 100 list also takes into account an artist's wider aesthetic influence, whether an artist could be said to have a school gathering around their way of working. The infectious and pestilential work of Candace Lynn, for example, is not just prominent, but also corresponds to the branching, mycelial growths of our mushroom-laden times. And while AI is a tool that many artists are still struggling to master, Sao Fei remains a leading figure in envisioning our metaverse-tinged future. Cecilia Vicuña has led a resurgence in textile-based making, while Agnes Dennis has become a similar touchstone for the ecological turn in art. Nor is this just about who has been anointed with top shows. While, say, Jeffrey Gibson represents the U.S. at the Venice Biennale next year, he has also finished a year of relentless touring and editing a book that highlights contemporary American indigenous practices. 
Indeed, artists from First Nations across the world are retaking the territory on which museums and art institutions were built. From the Karabing Film Collective in the country now named Australia to Mayaka Chikal artist Edgar Kallel. Yet one of the things about the art world is that while it generates a politics designed to challenge those perceived to be in power, the holders of capital, the galleries, the institutions, those in power are equally doing their best to subsume those politics into their prevailing system. It can often appear, as a result, that those in power generated the politics in the first place. It becomes a question, ultimately, of who is leading whom, which is why artists lead this list over their galleries and institutions. There are 34 artists and four artist collectives on the 2023 Power 100. Art Fair Directors Art fairs are the supermarkets of the art world, sporadic manifestations of dozens to hundreds of booths at which galleries from around the world showcase and sell their wares. Following recent expansions by both Freeze and Art Basel, they're extending their franchises. Once you factor in participation fees, shipping, and transport, it's an expensive business. International travel was, of course, curtailed during the COVID-19 pandemic, with a consequent effect on the art fair business. 2022 saw a bounce back in art fair sales, with 70% of the collectors quizzed in an annual Art Basel UBS survey saying they had made a purchase from an art fair booth. That energy has not been sustained, however, with only 58% reporting spending money in the aisles in 2023, making art fairs the third most popular place to buy art, direct from galleries being the most popular, and then at auction. The pandemic seems to have killed off a previous trend for smaller, more boutique fairs, and the art fair market has seen expansion and rapid consolidation centered on the two players who feature on this year's list. Still the marker of gallery success, Art Basel runs its original Swiss event alongside fairs in Hong Kong, Miami Beach, and, since last year, Paris, seizing the opportunity to displace the long-standing but struggling FIAC and installing Paris Plus Par Art Basel in its stead. Meanwhile, founded in London, Freeze now has fairs in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and Seoul. Expenditure is up in all markets, though the Art Basel-sponsored survey neatly sidesteps any mention of South Korea where the second edition of Freeze Soul took place this year. The general feeling was that the event was still finding its feet, but sales were made, albeit at the lower end of the art market's price range. Meanwhile, Art Basel's Asia base, Hong Kong, has fallen from favor as an art world capital due to politics beyond the art fair behemoth's control. It saw a 27% decrease in galleries taking part compared to its last regular pre-COVID edition in 2019. MCH Group, Art Basel's parent company, seems to be testing the waters in other countries, with investments in Singapore's Art SG Fair and Japan's Tokyo Art Week, reflecting the importance of the Asia market. 
The Global South, meanwhile, has only a tentative relationship to these northern and still western institutions, though that might be changing. Art Basel's home edition this year saw the largest participation of Brazilian galleries, 11 in all, and four from India. For now, however, Art Basel opened its second edition of Paris Plus in October, receiving favorable feedback all around. It's an expansion that Freeze, owned by U.S. entertainment giant Endeavor, has answered with acquisitions of its own. In July, it bought the Armory Show and Expo Chicago, further extending its North American presence. Such expansion illustrates the centralizing forces of the art market and the long-predicted consolidation and globalization of the once-fragmented and homespun art fair economy. How these increasingly big players respond and adapt to the localities they are steadily assimilating remains to be seen. There are two art fair directors on the 2023 Power 100. Collectors and Philanthropists Both now and in the past, art has been made with the resources available to those who make it. The link between culture and money is not, in this sense, necessary. But, like it or not, money does buy visibility in a global art scene. And so, when it comes to this list, collectors are the people who, to put it bluntly, buy the art, invest in its success, and cough up the cash for projects. Of course, it helps that art is increasingly an asset class that can be leveraged against, too. But if there is still a huge global appetite among the very wealthy for the buying of artworks, according to this year's Art Basel UBS survey of global collecting, the median spend of contemporary art collectors since 2021 was up almost 20%. It's also the case that the characteristics of collector power have changed in recent years. Two decades ago, Art Review launched the Power 100 in 2002, even the biggest collectors, some from then are still on the list this year, were known primarily for their accumulation of artworks, a straightforward activity. Twenty or so years later, merely collecting work is what lesser collectors do. Most of the individuals of this year's list now assert their largesse in a more complex and active way. They, of course, spend money on buying art, but the contemporary uber-collector is no longer satisfied with following artistic and intellectual trends and would rather be involved in shaping them. That's perhaps why almost all the collectors on this year's list have foundations of one form or another, which have established significant physical venues, often in several locations. And while an older generation of collectors were known to establish museum spaces to display the things they owned, the contemporary collector and their foundations are involved in a great deal more. Many are run more like large galleries, supporting programs of rotating exhibitions and new commissions, organizing events, supporting artists' residencies and funding research, staging conferences on cross-disciplinary issues such as neuroscience or climate change, and underwriting the curatorial programs of other, often public, museums and galleries. Collectors, then, have become far more active and outwardly focused than the term suggests, 
shaping the space in which artists operate rather than simply buying up their product. In that sense, they have become more like philanthropists than private individuals, which is why they share much in common with big philanthropic organizations, and which is also why the only philanthropist on this year's list is Darren Walker, head of the Ford Foundation, one of the U.S.'s largest grant-making foundations and a substantial funder of U.S. art museums and their programs. It's worth noting that there are just as many collectors on the list as there are museum representatives, and those collectors often have their wealth chalked up in billions rather than millions. The number of billionaires worldwide, the UBS report tells us, has nearly doubled since 2013. With funding cuts and inflationary pressures facing many public institutions, private collectors, philanthropists, and their foundations are becoming critical influencers in the programming that public institutions might have once been able to provide by other means. There are seven collectors and one philanthropist on the 2023 Power 100. Curators What's a curator? It sounds easy to define. A curator cares for art collections and organizes exhibitions. Though the invention of the curator in a wider sense is perhaps the epitome of the rise in prominence of contemporary art in the past few decades, a free agent who thrives off the networking and connections of the neoliberal world aligning artists and ideas in a range of contexts and circumstances. Every aspect of the art world, from talks programs to gift shops, is now curated. While the globe-trotting superstar curators of previous years aren't as enviable a model as they used to be, or quite as freelance and footloose as they once were, those at the helm of large-scale exhibitions such as Adriano Pedrosa, appointed director of next year's Venice Biennale, still wield influence in organizing agendas and attention beyond the facts of their exhibitions in and of themselves. And yet, it is those working across multiple, often less flashy, contexts who seem to point to a wider, more long-term shift. And it's among curators that one finds some of the greatest change on the list. Those who might be working at one institution while still organizing a show here and a biennale there, like Natasha Ginvala's simultaneous involvement in Berlin's Gropius Bau, the next Sharja Biennial, slated for 2025, and the much lower-key Columboscope in Sri Lanka, or Sorab Mohebi, who is director of New York's Sculpture Center while also asking American audiences to confront their country's international warmongering in the Carnegie International 2022, which closed earlier this year. It's notable, too, that artists recognize the potency of the role, both as a means of amplifying their own ideas and as a way of placing them in discussion with those of their contemporaries. With Ibrahim Mahama curating the Ljubljana Biennale of Graphic Arts and Rikrit Tirvanit organizing the Thailand Biennale, not forgetting the ongoing ripples of last year's Documenta, orchestrated by Ruang Grupa, that year's number one. It is among curators, also, that we find parallels with the role of activist-artist 
in those who are foregrounding and leading long-term drives to bring indigenous artists and ecological thinking to wider audiences. From Carcross or Tagish First Nation curator Candice Hopkins at Forge Project and Lucia Pietroiusti as the Serpentine Gallery's head of ecologies to Brazilian indigenous curator Sandra Benitez and Yorta Yorta curator Kimberly Moulton, who has recently been appointed adjunct curator at London's Tate Modern. So, while artists, and artists acting as curators, might lead this year's list, it is the curators figuring later in the list who may be shaping the institutions of the future. There are 19 curators on the 2023 Power 100. Gallerists What's a gallerist's job? To promote the work of their artist clients, raising the work's visibility and desirability in the process, and providing these artist clients with an income, preferably an increasing one, while, as the flip side to this, maintaining a stable and growing list of collector clients, and equally satisfying their needs and wants. Effectively, gallerists are the art world's middle people, connecting points in the network of individuals that constitute the power list. The past few years have been a roller coaster for commercial galleries, closing doors during the pandemic, events and fairs canceled, some surviving through, wielding the blunt but seemingly effective tool of the online viewing room. Now, with the memory of COVID slowly fading, it's mostly back to business as usual, which means a continued slant towards large-scale galleries, which approach the status and workings of public institutions, with feet on multiple continents, representing huge rosters of artists, people joining Hauser & Wirth, Gagosian, and David Zwerner, or bouncing between them and a widening gap between the global footprint of a mega-gallery and everyone else. As such, some names who haven't been on the list in a few years, like Jay Jopling, Thaddeus Ropak, Emmanuel Perrotin, and Philippe de Mob, Pedro Mendez, and Matthew Wood, make a return this year to acknowledge these maneuvers. This is, of course, also just the old-fashioned Eurocentric view. As things continue to shift in Asia, there are multiple hubs for the art market, with cities like Hong Kong, Seoul, Tokyo, Singapore, and Shanghai all upping their games. On the other hand, some galleries, like Kolkata's Experimenter and Accra's Gallery, 1957, work beyond their physical square meterage to build wider networks in their cities and internationally. There are 16 gallerists on the 2023 Power 100. Museum Directors These are the individuals who gatekeep the hallowed halls of arts institutions, carefully controlling what comes in and what is put out in the form of exhibitions. Of course, the question becomes, is it the institution itself that confers weight or the person leading it? Behind each director is inevitably a team that makes the program what it is, and while museums are represented here by individuals, it is the sum of an institution's parts that places them on the list. 
There's the question, too, of what precisely a museum is for. Depending on where you are in the world and which ones you live next to, the museum's function certainly varies. Developer and explainer of national consciousness and spirit, publisher of new ideas, cathedral of beauty, entertainment provider, temple of luxuries, scriptorium of histories, graveyard of unpopular culture or something fundamentally irrelevant to everyday life as it is experienced. They may equally position themselves as generators of art history and, more generally, as artistic research laboratories. More importantly, while a museum is something that presents itself as stable and timeless through architecture or sentiment, it's really a fluid concept. Exploring that fluidity, as, say, Hong Kong's M-Plus does through its deployment of interconnected art, design, and popular culture collections, can be just as powerful as doubling down on the stability, as is more often the case with institutions in the Western Hemisphere. What's not in doubt, however, is the fact that museums are the vessels that embed art in the public's social, political, and aesthetic consciousness. Today's most influential museum models are much more active and more closely intertwined with the art networks and economies they inhabit in their part of the world. As public spaces, it is museums that have had to bear the highest scrutiny of accountability, intended to hold the ideals of representation, fairness, accessibility, and sustainability, at a time when, culturally and politically, sitting on the fence is no longer an option. It's a difficult balancing act, and the museums on this year's list, largely occupying its middle ranks, are those that aim to find different ways of addressing that. But where, geographically, this is taking place is also changing. The list has, in past years, been dominated at the top by the big buildings in New York, London, Paris, Los Angeles, and Berlin. Now, the big conversations are just as likely being conducted in Singapore or Tokyo. While Adriano Pedrosa ranks highest of the directors on this year's list, it isn't just as curator of the forthcoming Venice Biennale, but also for the way, under his directorship, the Museo de Arte de Sao Paulo has carried out its focused programming umbrellaed under year-long themes. Meanwhile, Koyo Ko, at Zeitz Mocha, uses the institution to cultivate a larger artistic ecology in the area. Today, as art and its activisms are expanding too, the fundamental question is, can any institution realistically keep up? There are seven museum directors on the 2023 Power 100. Thinkers Nothing comes from nothing, as Parmenides used to argue. Accordingly, running along and within the practical and financial machinations of art and exhibition making are the ideas that shape the understanding of what artists do, and just as often have a big influence on how artists themselves think about their art. Ideas generated by the writers, philosophers, and theorists who are turned to for inspiration and provide the tools to dig deeper. Whether it's inspiring whole bodies of work or providing the name for an exhibition or a biennial, 
such as a line from Anna L. Singh's oft-quoted Mushroom at the End of the World, 2015, providing the title for this year's Helsinki Biennial, New Directions May Emerge, to getting name-checked in reviews and studio visits, Thinkers might not always be the most visible or active figures in the art world themselves, but their ideas will often be spreading like wildfire. While thinkers, as a category of entries on the Power 100, has only been part of the list for the past ten years, they are an integral part of understanding the how and why of current art. And yet, It is not, it can be said, a year for big pie-in-the-sky ideas or revelatory insights, unless, given the weather and wars, Armageddon is considered as such. Perhaps, in times of conflict, people turn to familiar ideas, with most of the names on this year's list having become prominent during the ponderous pandemic years. What is apparent, though, is that people like thinkers who are also doers, if not activists who speak out regularly, like Judith Butler, Paul B. Preciado, and Sarah Ahmed, then usefully punchy and quotable authors like Byung-Chil Han. Teju Cole enters the list as a novelist and writer who, with his recent book Tremor, 2023, is becoming increasingly noted by artists. And while Mantia Diawara, also newly entered, is both a filmmaker and a writer, The films are his means of dissemination, reaching a wide audience to consider issues of decolonial thinking. Those like Fred Moten, who pops up himself in a number of artworks, Donna Haraway, and Saidiya Hartman might have been quieter themselves, but their ideas of intersectional entanglement and convergence remain on everyone's minds. There are ten thinkers on the 2023 Power 100. This article was read by Jay Myers.